Sydney in summer, it's, you know, it's about the beach. It's about, you know, sitting outdoors and, you know, eating outdoors. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just one of those beautiful places to be in summer. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. The summer series continues on Deep in the Weeds, and today we're joined by all-round legend, Corey Costello from Hunter Street Hospitality. Corey, how are you, mate? Yeah, very good, Huck. How are you, bud? I'm good. It's good to catch up again. It's been a pretty crazy year, 2023. How was it for you? Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good. I mean, uh, you know, restaurants restaurants were, were back in a big way, and um, then they weren't. You know, every time there's an interest rate rise, it's, uh, you know, everyone, everyone sees another customer that doesn't come in, you know. Me, no different to everybody else. Every time there's a, a you know, a rise, I'm like, ooh, maybe no dinners, uh, less dinners this week, you know, less dinners next week. So, yeah, interesting time. It's summer at the moment and uh, it's getting pretty warm. Do you have any sort of fond food sort of memories of summer? Oh, I mean, for me, you know, summer is, is you know, tomatoes and, and stone fruit. It just, they are the two things that I absolutely can't get enough of and I always say I'm going to try and eat sort of healthier over summer and that's my plan is to eat heaps of tomatoes and heaps of stone fruit and just base every meal around that and and you sort of do but then you know we had fried chicken yesterday for lunch (laughs) so it didn't didn't pan out like I thought. (laughs) What do you what do you love about summer in Australia? I mean for me uh you know it's I, I love being you know out in the water and um uh, yes, I think we were meant to do this podcast yeah, yesterday, but I went out fishing and my son caught a, a, a nine kilo kingfish. Um, it took him 20 minutes. So it's sitting in the cool room now, just relaxing because it was a, quite a fight. And um, that's going to be a healthy. Uh, maybe I can pair it with some tomatoes and, and, and stone fruit. Um, but that's, yeah, I, I mean, I love the, you know, Sydney in summer. It's, you know, it's about the beach. It's about you know, sitting outdoors and, you know, eating outdoors. Um, yeah, it's just it's just one of those beautiful places to be in summer. We've had you on the show before and you've talked about the amazing cooking experiences you've had globally, but when you've been traveling, has there been any sort of food experiences that you've had that have had a profound impact on you? Uh, yeah, a few years ago I went to, to China. I mean, last year I did the whole, um, you know, Greece and Italy thing like every other Australian. Um, you, could, it's, you can always spot the Australian young males walking around because they all grow moustaches when they go over there. Uh, yeah, and, but a few years ago, I went over to the, um, to the seafood trade show um, in uh, Xinjiang, uh, in, in, uh, Xinjiang in, in China. Um, there was like four football fields full of, of food, from, of seafood from around the world, and everyone you know, sort of displaying what they had on offer that they could sell to China. Um, and so that was just a really big eye-opening experience. Uh, and and I, did, I, did, I had an interpreter with me the whole time. Everyone that I was there with didn't speak a word of English. Um, and they would, they would sort of take me around to all these different restaurants in, in China, um, in, in Xindao, which is quite a quite nice sort of area of, of China. It's up in the north. The beer, the famous beer comes from there. So there's a lot of German architecture and heritage from where the Germans sort of settled there. And um, 
I would, the first restaurant that we went to, my very first restaurant for, for the trip, I uh, was sitting in a room full of sort of 12 old Chinese men in a private room of a restaurant that holds 6,000 people. Um, and it felt like I was in that old like game of Kung Fu, like, you know, that, that video game from the, you're old enough to know, where you sort of go up the levels and every level you go up, there's like new bosses and you have to defeat them. And um, the bottom level, we did sort of just poked our head in and there was probably, you know, it was like golden century on steroids. And then the next level up, every level you go up, it's a bit more refined and a bit, a, a bit more private rooms. And so we were up with the owner on the top floor. Um, there's security guards everywhere in big long hallways and you know, there's 12 men all smoking in the room. Um, but they, they brought out the most immu- um, beautiful live school prawns to start and then took them back and steamed them. And um, I didn't realize that when the sort of Chinese people drink, if when you drink anything, you drink the whole, the whole thing in one hit. Um, and so the, they were, they were trying to impress and, and show we've got an Australian here who's a chef and uh, they poured uh, glasses of Grange for everyone. Uh, and I, when they were pouring, I didn't tap the table to tell them to stop. So they filled it up probably about 300 mils of Grange, warm, very warm Grange um, with these beautiful school prawns that were so delicate with a lovely little dipping sauce of soy and, and lemon um, and then when they all stand up and drink, I just had a sip and put it down and they all drank their whole thing. And then I, they wouldn't sit down until I drank the whole glass. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. This is uh, Australia's, you know, premium wine. And it's, it's, it's really, uh, I feel really bad to, to do this. And I need to respect the wine. Also, I didn't want to skull a glass of fucking red wine. <laughs> so they were like, and the interpreter's like, oh, no, no, no. The owner of the restaurant will be very offended if you don't drink the wine. It's his wine. It's his restaurant. I'm like, oh, just let him know. And they're like, no. Nah. She's like, I'm not saying that. So I sculled this glass of red wine and felt sick. <laughs> um, but then I figured out the way to drink over there. And, you know, they, they give you a little side glass of, of um, the, the baiju, the, 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 the rice wine. And... If, if someone talks to you or makes eye contact with you, you have to drink your whole drink with them. Otherwise, it's disrespectful. So it's like you sort of play shots of wine um, and, and then shots of one of these. And, and the, the person who's sitting with you, they, they tell you what to have. But whether you have the wine or the red or the, um, or the rice sort of spirit. So it, it was very interesting to see uh, that tier of, of, of restaurant and what they do and uh, it was it was a big eye opener, but the food that night was just so um, eye opening. We had these beautiful cockles that were cold, um, that were done in sort of Szechuan salt. And Andy always talks to me from Spice Temple about the the Szechuan that you can get, get in China as opposed to the one you get here. It's just it's not as it's really green. So it's the one we get here is dark, um, and having that green one was it's just so much more lively. You're like wow. It feels like, you know, there's something alive in you and, and eating. It's almost like having popping candy when you're a little kid mixed with the Szechuan. So eating these cold cockles that you ate with a toothpick out of them and um, some stir-fried leeks that were cold as well was just something that I hadn't tried before. Um, and then all the, you know, just the different parts of that meal, the shredded tofu sitting in, it was like, it looked like a bowl of spaghetti, a big bowl of spaghetti in a, um, in a sort of cloudy, milky broth. 
Um, and it, with the broth was so intense with chicken stock f- sort of flavor and tons of MSG. It was delicious. Uh, and there's shredded uh, tofu, which looked like spaghetti, and you sort of eat it like a, a, a bowl of um, like noodles, I guess. And it was just really, really different style of, of, of eating and all the cold, you know, pork knuckles and all the cold bits of, um, I had like a lot of cold lamb that was jellied. Um, and then you eat it with vinegar and chili and it's sort of, you know, when you look at it, you're like, oh, it's not, not really appetizing to look at, but when you have it with all the little sauces and the bits, it, it all makes a lot of sense. And so for me, that really opened up my eyes to the different ways of, of, um, of Chinese cooking. And yeah, for the next eight days, it was, you know, every, every dinner out was a different experience and so much live seafood up there. It was, um, it was crazy. Your job these days takes you all over Australia all the time. What, what are you loving about food uh, in Australia at the moment and what do you want to see more of as, over the next year? Oh, um, I mean, when I travel over to Perth, it's, I, I love my, my chef over there, Brendan. Every time I go over there, he takes me to a new bakery. Um, and, you know, the, I think, you know, in, in Sydney and Melbourne, I think the bakery scene, you know, probably four or five years ago really hit. Like, okay, let's everyone open a, like if you're a restaurant, let's open a bakery as a side offshoot. And, and um, so, you know, Sydney now is just inundated with these brilliant bakeries. You can go and get, you know, beautiful baked goods everywhere. Uh, and it's so good and everyone's up to their game. And so when I go over to Perth now, it's really good to see um, them doing the same thing, which is not great because it's, yeah, pastries and waistlines aren't, aren't uh, cohesive um, yeah so I mean I love seeing that that, that craft that's come from that um, yeah and I mean I have a thousand new restaurant openings every every time I go to any any city around Australia it's not new restaurant new restaurant new restaurant so um, yeah it's, it's there's just so much yeah, we're spoiled for choice with uh, how many great restaurants we have what would you like to see in the sort of uh, over the next year happen in the restaurant industry? Oh, I'd love to see the word sustainable taken off a lot of people's menus and that'd be great. Um, yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I think, um, you know, I think there's been a really sort of good shift to, to sort of grand dining, which I, which I love. But, um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to see some more outdoor dining, which is, is, is great sitting outside and you know i think probably because it's summer and it's 38 degrees today already in in you know in sydney um you know i love that sitting outdoors and and eating at those outdoor places and beer gardens like i'm a sucker for a beer garden um and you know some of the a lot of the pubs around town now are really upping the game it's not just the schnitzel and the and the palmy and the burger um you know you can go to pubs now and get some some decent food and yeah, that you know, they don't feel like these sterile places that you know, just full of pokies and um, you know, pokies in a TAB room watching the grey. Although I do do do, do like a, a a little bit of a punt on a dish liquor occasionally, <laughs> um, and playing a bit of keno. But it's just good seeing these you know these these pubs sort of do some you know more interesting things, I guess. Well. Um what do you have planned for the next year ahead with the group? You've um, got such a big role these days. Is there any sort of is there anything new on the agenda? 
Oh, we, we hopefully to have maybe a, a restaurant opening because, you know, why not? Um, <laughs> so we'll see how that pans out and maybe some different locations um, uh, around. So I think there's uh, some stuff we might be doing uh, down south. We'll, we'll see how it all all goes. Um, yeah, we're, uh, we're planning a few things and um, just trying to – I'm, I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that I can get a whole bunch of money from the from – the, from the company to uh, to rip out my kitchens uh, in a couple of venues, and um, you know when you talk to chefs and you start to talk about ripping out kitchen and building new ones, I mean there's not many greater things in life. It's like Christmas. Um, so we've sat down and gone through kitchen designs, and um, I don't know if anyone's familiar with the kitchen at Rockport Bar and Grill in Sydney, it's like one of the most beautiful kitchens ever, and it's 15 years old, and it's all original equipment. So it's still in great, great condition. When we went to a trade show recently and we told the people that were there when we're looking at things, oh, it's, we've got this for 15 years. Um, you know, our freezers that we bought are, are 15 years old. He's like, mate, can I get that in writing and can I get a photo of it? And I'm going to put that up to sell. And um, yeah, so so that's that's going to be one of my favourite parts of um, of this of of next year is uh, is just yeah designing and having a look at a couple of. I think we've got. Three penned in, so three new kitchens for, for three of our venues. So, you know, talking to the head chefs of each of those venues, they they just look at you with the biggest look of loving eyes when I say, I'm going to rip this whole thing out and it's all going to be brand new and shiny. So it's a, it's a good feeling. Well, Corey, as always, it's an absolute pleasure to catch up with you. Uh, good luck with the year ahead and uh, keep in touch and uh, we'll catch up soon. Thanks, Huck, yes. You'll have to come up to Sydney soon and uh, sit in a beer garden with me. Sounds amazing. I would love that. Or I could come down to Canberra. (laughs) I love that too. This is the Deep in the Weeds podcast. I'm Anthony Huckstep. Stay tuned as we take a deep dive into the lives of the incredible people who ply their trade in the food and hospitality sector. Special thanks to executive producer Rob Locke for making this all happen. Follow us on Instagram at Deep in the Weeds podcast or email us at podcast at deepintheweeds.com.au. Stay safe and be well.